Hi, I'm Mara Webster with InCreative Company, and I'm so excited today to be joined by the always wonderful Bobby Moynihan to talk all about Mr. Mayor. And, you know, in, in working on a show that's created by Tina Fey and Robert Carlock and, and people that you've known for a while as well, it sounds like the environment is very much about trusting the people that they hire to really kind of find these characters and do the work. And so when you first got cast kind of going into season one on this show, what was the initial endpoint to Jaden as a character? Because there's so many great aspects to him in terms of the comedy, but also the way that you create him as a very grounded character as well. Um, uh, thank you for saying all of that, by the way. Um, it, uh, yeah, I, I think when Tina came to me with the idea for this character, I, I hate to say it, but it's just me. Like <laughs> it's a lot of me in there. Um, it's uh, it's fun and easy to play. I'm, I I know less about politics than Jaden, and that's very sad. I think. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I I love playing it. They 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 wrote a perfect thing. I I would if they wrote something and handed it to me and said go on live TV and do this for the first time, I'd be like, I trust you. Fine. Uh, they're they're the best. I mean, you're bringing up, up there Jaden's knowledge of, of politics and there's places where he knows things and places where his knowledge falls a little bit short in that regard. Um, and for you, is it is it less about seeing him as a character who was wanting to get into politics, wanting to work in that space and more just he saw an environment where people are kind of coming together and working on things that they believe in? Yeah, I think it's that. I think it's all heart for him. I think it's just he wants to help the mayor because he thinks the mayor is a good guy and he wants to help Arpy because he's terrified of her and he loves her and he wishes that she was his mother. <laughs> and I think that I think he just wants family anywhere he can get it. I mean, yeah, I mean, the relationship between him and the mayor is so great because like you said, it's so much about just looking for that constant approval. Um, how does that drive a lot of the scenes that you're playing with Ted Danson? Because it's very much about him just being like, look at me, I'm over here. I've got an idea. I did something good, even if none of those things are really that true. Jaden's always the last one they ask for help. And then he's the most helpful somehow. He's very, it's very Forrest Gumpy. It's like, he didn't mean to save the world, but he did. Uh kind of kind of thing uh but doing any scene with ted that's how i act anyway is just like ted tell me cheer stories ted please tell me cheer stories so it's uh but he he doesn't make me feel that way he's like he's the greatest i think that's another thing about this show that makes it so special is that they cat like the the they cast the most wonderful people i've ever worked with and I mean, the whole cast gets along so well it's crazy i talk more to holly hunter than i do to my family now and it's that's nuts Maybe, maybe now she is your mom, just like Jaden yeah, wants her I to wouldn't be. mind. I wouldn't mind. I mean, with Ted Danson as well, I mean, the amount of, of hours that he's worked in television is probably more than the majority of people in the industry combined at this point. And I've heard you say that it's kind of like a masterclass as well, just being in scenes with him. What are some of the things that you start to really kind of like key in on and notice that he does in terms of his process? And is there anything that, that you've kind of taken into your work from watching him so much? Yeah, uh, he he's he's just a machine. He's he's like it's it's super interesting. Ted is Ted is Ted has been on television been since Cheers, you know, he's 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 just all so he knows it so well and he'll be talking to you and they'll say action and then he's just the mayor and he does it and then all of a sudden he's back to the and like it, it it's 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 nothing to him. He it's it's in his blood. Like it's it's so wonderful to be around him. We also get done very quickly, <laughs> which is wonderful. Uh, we work very fast with Ted, and then you have Holly on the other hand, who is the opposite. Who is like prepares and like the and like you know for, must you know for, you know get get ready for the scene and really really rehearse. And 
it, it's so interesting coming from both sides uh, because there you I learn I have learned so much from both of them. But the thing I and I've said this before in interviews, but the thing I've learned most from Ted Danson is just to have like a couple's uh, slices of turkey and an apple like every hour, and you'll be fine. And that that has changed my life. I mean, the, the experience that you bring to, to screen into the series as well is also really phenomenal. And you were mentioning there working incredibly fast on the show and working somewhere like SNL. There's really no other environment like that on television in which you have to work to that speed and you have to constantly pivot because the news cycle would change within any given week. And so maybe on a Friday, all of a sudden what you're doing is very different to what you're planning on a Tuesday. Um, and has that really helped you in, in navigating certain moments and working on a show like this where, you know, the scripts are coming very fast and furious. Sometimes there's last minute edits. There's a lot of improv that happens on the set as well. And so what are some of the tools from SNL that you've really been able to carry over? Um, not to panic. Uh, <laughs> uh, SNL, uh, was the opposite of Mr. Mayor in the sense of like, it was that. It was no sleep and panic for 10 years. And Mr. Mayor is like, I stroll in, I I know my lines, I talk to a very confident Ted Danson and a very prepared Holly Hunter. We all have a blast. We do our scenes, we're all prepared. There's no, there's no one crying out of exhaustion <laughs> like everything's written for you there's very little improvising they get to an end of a scene and they're like do you want to try another one to improvise and i'm like we're good <laughs> i don't need to do anything i'm not gonna make this any better than it is and it's it's wonderful it's the uh, but have uh, no i've not brought anything over <laughs> from snl i didn't have to uh because tina and robert did it. It, it it's it feels like Working at SNL without all the pressure, without all the like, we got to get this done. It's almost, the show's almost on. Like, it, it just feels like the same thing. Extremely talented people across the board, writers, the whole production team, everybody, all the directors. Like, it's just, they, they have this certain pedigree. And I think also we're all terrified of, of uh, disappointing Robert and Tina. <laughs> Not that they like yell at us or anything. They're absolutely wonderful, but they're just so good. I think we want to impress them also. I mean, that's also amazing to hear that there's moments where you're almost, turn, you know, oh, you could have another take, but you feel like everything's good. Is that very much because of of the writing? You know, the writing feels like it's so specifically on point in the scripts for this show and, and everything's kind of very fully baked by the time you get it. And is that really the genesis of, of feeling like you don't need another take or just because, like you said, everybody just comes so prepared for those moments? When we first started, there was more improvising. We were trying, we were trying to get laughs. And now we're just like, these scenes, like they're, they're, that they're giving us they're like plays so we just rehearse rehearse and do it and then you know if there is any improvising it comes out kind of naturally and you also know when it's going to stay and when it's going to go pretty quickly and uh it's it's a perfect balance for me right now i i love improvising but on this show i i i truly don't need to but we get we, but they use the stuff that we do improvise it's 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 wonderful <laughs> i feel like i want another tv lottery that's amazing. Most people don't even get one TV lottery, let alone, <laughs> let alone a couple of them. And I mean, with that idea as well of, of improv being a little bit about trying to find the, the comedy of the show and certain elements of it at the beginning, that's also so very true for the ensemble moments. And it feels like when you go back and look at the first season, it was a few episodes in before there really started to be kind of a lot of those. I think it was like episode six maybe is where that started to really come into play a lot more. Um, and so what was that dynamic when you first all started to get to play more scenes together? 
together as a really collective group because that's a different dynamic for all of your characters as opposed to one-on-one scenes because each character has a different relationship to Jaden. Yeah, that that was it. That shooting that episode was where we kind of as a cast all solidified I felt. And like before that it was like, you know, I had some moments with Arpy that were really great and and you know, everyone kind of had paired off, but then in that episode everybody was together and it was wonderful and I remember Ted saying like at the end of that day, at the end of that shoot, he was just like, "Guys, that's cheers right there. That's the when it's at its best when is is when everybody's at the bar." And like when he said that, like there's a lot more of that this season. I don't know if I don't know if I was about to say I don't know if you've seen it, but the the next episode that airs next week is a kind of bottle episode. It's the entire cast uh, come to my apartment uh, for a party, and um, and it's my favorite episode of the whole series so far. It was just so fun. It was just like shooting a a play with those guys for a week in in one room. It was it was the best. I love I love shooting with them all. <laughs> I love that. And, you know, with him as a character as well, kind of going back to what we were talking about at the beginning where he's, you know, he always comes to the table with an idea, whether he's been asked or not. And he really just, his effort is always turned up to an 11, even if the execution <laughs> of that idea or suggestion is a little misdirected. Um, and so how do you kind of make sure that you're always channeling that that real intention and making sure that the audience completely understand, even if there's a misfire for him as a character, exactly where it's coming from and what the intent was? Um, I just try and do what I would do <laughs> in the situation. <laughs> it's a... Uh, or J- Jaden's like I, I everyone like I, I keep saying making that joke that it's just me, but like it's weird. It's 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 like oh gosh, now I I'm trying to like be smart about it, and I and I'm not I'm I'm pulling a Jaden. Um, he he just does things his own way, and I I just feel like the the ninety nine percent hope he always has always turns out in his favor somehow. <laughs> I don't think he's prepared as much as he is just not smart enough to not take the leap (laughs) that's what he does he just he still lives with his mom like you know he's just like i'm gonna try it why not and that's kind of what he does and he he always figures a way out of it or figures a way to get help from it Right. And his worldview is really interesting as well in terms of how he receives and processes information. Like, you know, he uses the phrase friends with benefits and he has no idea what that actually means. He's trying to be a Scorpio and he thinks that he's trying to be a Scorpion instead because he doesn't quite understand. Um, does a lot of that kind of looking at what's his worldview, what's his knowledge, what's his understanding of a situation? Is that very much there on the page or is it kind of a mix of it being on the page and finding it in the scenes as well? Yeah, no, it's there. I think that's something I enjoy doing. I I think I I love playing very confident people who are wrong. Um, uh, (laughs) uh, Lovable idiots. I I enjoy, I enjoy playing, but with Jaden, I think that's it. Like, it's like, he means well. And like, he sets off, he gets, he leaves his house that day with good intentions, but like, it's, it's, he's a mush. (laughs) Sometimes he just gets in people's way and he doesn't mean to, he doesn't really know what he's doing yet. I feel that way sometimes. And now I I hate it because I just go like, oh God, I I just am Jaden. I just am Jaden sometimes. (laughs) I mean, you brought up that, you know, he kind of 
gets in people's way a little bit. And, and some of that's the physicality of the character as well. And there's so much great physical comedy that you're able to bring to this role as well. Um, you know, and that's obviously really elevating what's on the page and then finding the physical aspects. So how did you find that side of him? Uh, that was like kind of planned. I think Tina, t- 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 I, I, I enjoy doing a lot of physical comedy and Tina and Robert know that. And I think they like seeing me fall through things. There was a couple episodes in a row where like I got hit by a truck, I got hit by a bike, I fell off. Like I, I just keep getting hit by stuff. And there's there was a lot more this season. Um, but it, it, it's fun. I, I enjoy doing it. I, Chris Farley was like my my idol growing up. You know, like it was it was that's where I learned him and all the SNL guys. And and now I get to do it. They but they they they're very well aware and they're they're very kind to me with that. I mean, even even the smaller physical moments for him as a character, there's always so many layers and details that are packed in. So it's not just, oh, he accidentally got crumbs in in the keyboard while trying to do something different. It's like, how is he trying to get them out? Not in the way that anybody else would. Are those sorts of details written into the page as well? Or is some of that about playing around with scenes in the moment? Uh, that was my daughter screaming. Uh, that was uh, written in. That was completely written in. But then it was hilarious because we got to the day and I was faking it, and I it just and I was faking it because it's disgusting. You can't really do it, like you know, like it works be, because it would be disgusting, but it would work. And we were doing it, and it just didn't look right. Faking it, so I was like, "Can can we just clean this? I I just have to do it. Like I just have to do it. Like he would do it, and that's what we did. One take of it like that, and we got it. And I was like, "Oh, that was disgusting." <laughs> But he, uh, his keyboard was clean. <laughs> clean by the end of the day and all the takes. <laughs> are there other kind of other episodes or particular scenes that you remember where the scripts were incredibly specific in terms of that type of detail for you? Uh, yeah. I mean, like when, whenever it's that, the, the, I remember the, 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 the cold open a couple episodes back for the heat wave when uh, I'm in the background, uh, the mayor is on his, like a Zoom call and I, I'm in the background kind of my, taking my pants off and my shirt off and I, I stripped down and like we realize we're on camera and, and me and uh, Michaela kind of fall over each other and like that was scripted out com- completely and we worked on it for a long time and timed it out and it was it was it was a blast it was also I think the first time like I me and Vela were joking around like had a big stunt where we had to like fall on a mat and we were running around like we were uh, stunt people for the rest of the day. <laughs> Do you, I mean, you were talking about that scene where you're obviously in the background for a specific reason, but do you feel like in the blocking of the scenes, it's very much in terms of where Jaden's going to be in a scene is like on the edge of the room, kind of behind the other characters, trailing behind the mayor because he's kind of always running and trying to keep up with everybody else and be a part of the center. Yes, whenever there's whenever there's a room full of people, I always go near the door or near the desk because that's where I'm needed. And if it's in the office, I just go sit at my desk in hopes that they'll let me sit for the whole scene. Um, <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm lazy. Um, <laughs> but, so the whole show is just an exercise in trying to sit down. <laughs> pretty much. It's just me trying to trying to spend the scene sitting rather than doing anything else. Or I'll lean on a desk. I'm very, very lazy. <laughs> I'm going to start tallying those as I watch the rest of them. Oh, anytime you see it. I'm just sitting like this, one arm out, and very calm and happy. That's when I'm at, do my best acting <laughs> at my desk. I mean, you were talking earlier about some of, some of the relationship dynamics that he has with some of the staff and, you know, how he wants 
RP Holly Hunter's character to be his mom. And, and I also love the dynamic with Tommy because that feels like that's had a chance to really develop even more in season two. And there's almost a sibling dynamic to the two of them. And do you feel like you've really gotten different spaces to play around with that relationship as well? Yeah, definitely. I feel like, you know, in season one, it was like, Tommy's my brother, but my enemy, but I didn't know that. And now I'm, I've sort of caught on to Tommy, but he's still a good, like, he's still like a brother to me. And like, I, I treat Tommy and Michaela like my brother and sister, even though I know they hate me <laughs> or they, they think I'm insane uh, in the show. But th- this season, what hasn't aired yet, we start to see some stuff some some new dynamics between all of them and that's where it gets super fun like uh, i had a lot of fun with mike in the last episode super fun super fun time i can't wait i can't wait either i've also heard you kind of describe Jaden as as someone who's not entirely comfortable in his own skin and there's certain humor and comedy that comes with that but it's not punching down at him it's actually kind of finding the comedy in a space where the audience can really relate to and connect to that side of him is that an easy balance to find within a character where the comedy needs to come from such a specific place in that way um i i I think it was for for this one it was because uh, I, it's, it, Tina kind of set it up that way for me, but uh, it's also just me. Like, I, I think I have that vibe of this kind of character sometimes, and I uh, often get cast as these kind of characters, sort of grounded lunatics or like grounded weirdos that can exist in, in, in real life. But I also think that Jaden is somebody who, like, at the time you need him to most, he is a completely functional human. And then all of the rest of the time, just hope, just let him, just don't let him bump into walls. I feel like, <laughs> like just protect him at all costs, but then he'll be there when you need him. And, uh, the end of this scene, you know, Jaden lives with his mom and he gets his own apartment. Or I think that happened already. Yeah. that He got an apartment. Yeah. Yes. And the next episode he has everybody over for a party for the first time. And like, uh, Jaden starts changing and you start seeing like him standing up for himself and some stuff happens in the next couple episodes. That's pretty nuts. And you see how Jaden has to deal with it. And it was a little bit like, Oh, like Jaden's growing up. This is the season where Jaden has to get real and, and be a man and not live with mom anymore and, and, and make some hard real decisions. And it's so lovely to to see that evolution in him, to kind of see him move out into his own place for the first time. I can't wait to see the party and, and what that ensues. And at the same time, so much about sitcom comedy and finding those spaces is about creating a familiar relationship with the audience where they really feel like they connect to and, and know who the character is. And so when you create these little changes in him, how do you make sure that at the core, he's still always the Jaden that we met at the beginning, but that he does have, have that kind of evolution for the audience to go on that journey with him? That, it's seeing flashes, seeing flashes of confidence or flashes of standing up for himself uh, and then immediately back to Jaden. <laughs> but uh, seeing those flashes, you know, that didn't happen in season one. And, and now he's starting to get a little bit more confident in himself and what he wants to do and who he wants to help. And season one was different because we, we it was like, I mean, we shot the pilot then like a year later or something, we started shooting the series and then stopped after a couple episodes because of COVID and then went back after 10 months. So it was like, it season one to me feels like uh, eight pilots <laughs> for the, for the, for the second season, which was like, we got to sit down 
we all kind of knew each other at this point. We we had spent more time on Zoom than we had recording. I mean, than we had shooting. So we had like a new kind of relationship. And then season two, we shot from start to finish, plus the Christmas episode. And it was, I feel like it all came together. It all gelled. And when I watch it now, this season, I go like, oh, these are the characters. And they're starting to build towards something. And they're not just like a bunch of kind of garbage people who are trying to do well <laughs> this season they kind of you know start to have consequences and heart and stuff because starts to come in i like i've been uh really enjoying uh vela and 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 um i'm, I'm blanking on his name jeez uh he plays james on the show um but their relationship is absolutely wonderful yeah Adoye, uh, uh, they, they're absolutely wonderful. And I've been in, like, just seeing that relationship bloom and where it's going. Like it, it's, it's my favorite part of this, of this season. I also, so I love talking about the show that I'm on. <laughs> no, I, I love how much you love it as well. And, and kind of, you know, I've, I've seen you talk about some of the experience with SNL and even the way that you were talking about it earlier, where it was such an amazing experience, but that sometimes it was difficult to be in the moment of enjoying it because it oh, was yeah. so high pressure and it was so fast paced. And what's the difference that you feel that you have now in terms of the relationship that you have with the work that you do, with the characters that you play, being able to have that space to just breathe a little and to step back and, and kind of enjoy the moment in a different way that there wasn't necessarily the opportunity to do with SNL. Um, I have a therapist and a child and I meditate now. <laughs> SNL was complete chaos, but it was it was wonderful. I, I loved every second of it. There were moments that were hard, and there were moments that'll stick with me for the rest of my life. And then there, I mean, but it gave me this career. It gave me everything. I was a diehard SNL fan, so I still can't believe it happened. But I was a very different person when I was on that show than I am now. And yeah, it's it's really wonderful to be a present, calm human being and act it's also weird to me to act like the same thing more than once like like to do it for a long time like it was like I, I came off of nine years of SNL of just like something new every week and then half of that got cut and it was gone and, and whatever but this is like no I'm I'm the happiest and calmest I've ever been I also never thought there would be like a period in my life where like I would like the two people I talked to most would be Ted Danson and Holly Hunter and not it's just it's just fantastic. They're wonderful people. <laughs> I mean, that point that you just brought up as well is so interesting about, you know, having to dive into so many characters so quickly. And then the difference in terms of the relationship that you have with Jaden, the amount of time that you've spent with him as a character, the way that you get to really evolve and change him as well, you know, and was there kind of a recalibration that you went through when you came off of SNL, when you started stepping into other roles where you could have these more in-depth relationships with characters again? Yeah, it, w it was interesting because it was like once you start, I, that's all I had pretty much done for 10 years, you know, like some other jobs here and there. But like, you know, my my main bread and butter was that and I was there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So to finish and to, to start that, I remember like the first couple episodes, like not feeling bored, but feeling like I, I should do something new I, because because that was what I was so used to. And that has since gone away, and it's really kind of comforting to settle into Jaden. Like it's 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 funny to I get on set and I put on my whatever awful vest and uh, uh, tie they have given me that week, and 
I don't wear, like, knitted vests and ties in my life, so I automatically feel like little weirdo Jaden when I put it on, and it's fun. It's nice to have that. Like, uh, I would get that every once in a while. Like, you know, it would be like, oh, I get to do Drunk Uncle again. You put the costume on, and but then you're there for three minutes, and it's over, and that's it. <laughs> but with Jaden, it's, uh, it's nice. It's nice to keep finding, you know... Stupid Jaden, then confident Jaden, now uh, angry Jaden. Like, I had to yell at Orly, I had to yell at Kyla, and like, I was like, well, I wouldn't yell at her. Like, what? Jaden doesn't yell at people. And then I was like, but if he's really pissed off, what, what does it look like if Jaden loses it on a 16 year old? <laughs> and like, trying to figure that out. It's super fun. I, I've been enjoying it. I don't want to stop. And, you know, with, with the way that you've been describing finding him as a character being something that was very, you know, more of an easy process to assimilate to him, um, what have been some of the challenges that you found in, in playing this character or, or on the series that have kind of continued to keep things very new for you? I think it's, for me, it's, it's, I, I, I want to be like, I have a lot of energy and it's, it's keeping kind of, Jaden's always kind of in the background and like my job is very much in a lot of episodes coming in saying one crazy thing or just popping in and saying one crazy thing. And like, I did that a lot on SNL too, but like, I, I get very like anxious. Like, I'm like, I want to be part of the scene. <laughs> and like that it's lear I think I learned how to uh, just tone it down a little and, and pay attention and listen. And I don't feel, uh, the pressure that I had at SNL, what I feel is uh, time to explore like a fun little thing to do. There's an episode, a couple episodes back where me and Holly are, are eating a bunch of food in the kitchen and she has her arm like wrapped around mine and we're eating and like she really wanted to do this thing where we were like intertwined and like it was so much like just finding that weird thing that like they felt so comfortable with each other that they would just eat an inch away from each other. And then me and Holly started saying, do you find it funny that like we're always this far from each other? So now in season two, we just kept getting close. Like by the end, we're like, and like it's just fun things like that. It, it, building those characters in that, that world. I, I love it. I, I love, I love it. I loved 30 rock. I love parks and rec. I love, uh, you know, um, Kimmy Schmidt too, like those kind of shows and just creating that world, like a small family of people you want to see every week go through trauma <laughs> together. Well, I absolutely love your character on the show and so excited to see all those little kind of changes and little confidences that Jaden continues to, to, to grow with. And thank you so much, Bobby. It's been such a pleasure hearing all about this. Really. Thank you so much. Thanks for watching the show.